What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Thank you for listening in. This is episode number 198, and I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. They say that to get where you're going, you have to know how you got there. Or something like that. The same goes for our efforts to grow barbecue in Canada. It is important to listen to and learn from those who came before us and paved the way. This week on the show, I have a great chat with one of the true pioneers of organized barbecue in Canada, Mr. Jim Beauchamp. Now retired both professionally and from barbecue, Jim still keeps his finger on the pulse of what is going on, and he has left an impression on many of the people leading the way in Canadian barbecue, in competition, restaurants, catering, and more. My conversation with Jim Beauchamp is coming right up after I tell you about the best sauce on the planet. I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. Recently named the 2021 best sauce on the planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes, from beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables. They've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Let me tell you, I picked up a bottle of their Ivory Heaven sauce a few weeks back, and it is fantastic. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, to see the full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at motleyq.ca. Welcome back, everybody, another episode of the podcast. As we move forward, uh, growing the barbecue culture in Canada, I think it's important to uh, take a look back at where we came from and to share the stories of those that paved the way. Uh, and I'm really excited to have one of those people here today, a bit of a pioneer on the Canadian competition barbecue scene and otherwise, uh, Jim Beauchamp, uh, joining me from Camsack, Saskatchewan. Jim, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, Ryan. Thank you. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, as I mentioned when we were just chatting, uh, getting to know a bit of your story, we're, uh, my our, our mutual friend Rob Reinhardt, and uh, Rob said uh, said to me a while back that uh, Jim is somebody I should talk to, and uh, when Rob says something like that, you listen. So I'm really excited we're able to uh, have this chat today, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. A uh, question I like to start with for everybody, Jim, is uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Well, it, it's uh, one of those hobbies that can get just about as expensive as any other <laughs> hobby. Yes. Uh, it, it's probably pretty much along the lines of, of uh, in cost of, of fishing. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, it became a family. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, every, everywhere you go, you meet people. Everybody's got common interest. Yep. And uh, everybody's out to try and help one another. It's 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 a pretty good feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. It does uh, 
it seems to attract uh, just a good breed of people, doesn't it? That's for sure. Yeah. So give me a little bit about your uh, your background. Uh, you uh, were a fellow Winnipeggers originally, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Grew up in that area. And uh, what, what did you do when you were in Winnipeg? Well, I worked at the railway okay. uh, for a few years until I went deaf. And then I moved out of there and moved to Carmen. And I did various jobs down there. Then I got on with the highways department. I was with the DOT. I know there's probably some truckers that might be listening. And said, yep. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, and I went from there, a couple of other jobs in between, and uh, then I, I finished my working career with Manitoba Hydro. I worked okay. 15 years as an industrial mechanic with them. Excellent. And I retired in 2005. Is that when you moved out to Camsack? Uh No, no. I was still out, and at that time I was out in Seven Sisters, uh, and yeah. uh, Seven Sisters, Lactabonny area, yeah. and... Uh, no, we moved to Camsack. Uh, it'll be eight years this September what, that we moved. What brought you up that way? Well, my wife's from Esther Hazy originally, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And, and both my birth mother and my adopted mother were both from Saskatchewan, and they're both gone. So I thought I'd take, I'd move into Saskatchewan. Yep. Give it a try. Yep. Fair I enough. still miss Manitoba. Yep. Oh, you're close though, right? You were saying it's right. Uh, oh yeah. Right, kind of on the yep. border there. So. Yep. Five hours, and I'm there. Yep. Excellent. Do you get yeah. back to Winnipeg often, or uh, mostly out to Lactamani area? Right. There's uh, most of my old chums from Winnipeg or moved. Some are in Calgary. Some are out in BC. Yep. So we just keep in touch on Facebook, and that's about it. There. Yeah, it's uh, Facebook is many things, but it is good for keeping in contact with people, right? So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So where does the uh, where does the barbecue come in for you and the well, in, in, in 1995, there. I went down to the Wee Fest in Manoman, Minnesota. Okay. And there, there was a, an outdoor store, had a demonstration going. Well, your nose is a <laughs> pretty good judge of, you know, what's going on. And I could smell something cooking. I had mm-hmm. to follow my nose. And, yep. and uh, I went and I checked it all out. And, and it was an offset cooker. And I thought, well. I wouldn't mind having one of those, but then when I found out how much it costs, <laughs> and then I've got to take it across the border, mm-hmm. am I going to have to pay duty on it? And well, being a machinist and industrial mechanic, I thought, well, what the heck, I can make one of these. Yep. And I ended up building two. And my first cook, I had a black lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't cook him, no, he, but he was my taster. And, <laughs> I was, and I was uh, a little worried where you were going it, there, Jim. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, I thought, well, if I'm smoking something, there better be smoke. Well, my God, it was like a steam engine. There was lots of smoke, and yep. even the dog would need it. And yep. he'll go into a garbage can and eat. So <laughs> yes. then I knew I did something wrong. I got on the Internet and uh, got hooked up with uh, a very famous person back in the day uh, with uh, Danny Golden out of Carlsbad, New Mexico. Okay. And uh, that was back in the day of the real fast internet, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but a uh, couple of times I got on the phone, phoned him, and and he was just a wealth of information. I call him an encyclopedia, barbecue encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was talking to me like we'd known each other for thirty-five years, you know. Yeah. And, and 
it was just great. And from there, it just went on. And so I ended up building two of the barbecues. And uh, I called them the twins. One was left-hand, one was right-handed. And, uh, and one of the first... Uh, one of the first uh, competitions I went to, I, I watched your podcast with Stan out of Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah. He was talking about the Brainerd uh, Brainerd competition, two thousand and one. Yep. I was the only Canadian there. Oh wow, yeah. And uh, that was, and he said that was the ABA, American Barbecue Association. That was their last barbecue uh, competition. I think they disbanded after that. Okay. Uh, if they started up again, I was never made aware of it. Right. But, uh, I don't go down there to compete very often, but I went down and competed. And who was there? But Johnny Trigg, and I yeah. remember Stan saying about something about people rolling in with uh, a multi-thousand-dollar units. Well, Johnny drove in there with a motorhome, and uh, I figured it was probably close to four hundred. Well, even the other Americans that were down there said so probably be close to four hundred grand. I thought. Wow. Holy crap, and here I am in a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Pull, pulling right your homemade pit. <laughs> yeah, very, very humble person, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very easy to talk to. I've heard he's a wonderful, uh, yeah. As, yeah. As you said before, right? Just likes to talk barbecue. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. And uh, then uh, I built a play uh, when I lived, uh, I went up north to Gillum for a while and okay. uh, for two and a half years. And when I came back, I uh, rented a place from Hydro in the town site in Seven Sisters and bought a piece of property there and built a building that was going to be, I was single yep. at the time, and uh, I was going to live in half of it and have a takeout restaurant okay. on, the other side, on the other end of it. Well, yep. Ended up getting married yeah. and uh, again, and... Uh, but we still ran the restaurant, and I, I just ran it on uh, Thursday, uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Okay, just doing and, takeout. Uh, no, I actually oh, you had to, made yeah. it into sit down because I never did move into it right then. Okay, I moved into it uh, uh, a couple of years later. I moved in. Yep. Uh, and and then then we just did uh, uh, catering is all I did after that. Okay. Uh, I dropped the restaurant and just did uh, went into the catering, bought a trailer to put my equipment in, and mm -hmm. got everything approved by the health department. And away I went catering. So Great, awesome. It was pretty good. And then got into competitions in yeah. in Canada, and uh, so I competed at barbecue on the bowl. And, yeah. uh, went out there a couple of times. Morley Hansen. I don't know if you know Morley or not. I don't know. No, he's uh, well. He's living in BC now, but he okay. was big time into it in, in out of Calgary. Okay, and uh, barbecue on the bowl, and then I went I went into a Cabela's competition in East Grand Forks, and the fellow uh, in the four categories, the same fellow won all four categories. Oh well, yep. And and uh, so to go to the national. And there wasn't even supposed to be a Canadian team in there, but they allowed me in. Nice. So, and going to the Cabela's National Championship uh, was down in Kansas City, and so they started taking second place teams because oh, they, he could he could only go once, yep, right, yep. as one team. So, so I ended up. I uh, uh, can't remember what category I was second in, but uh, uh, I ended up going down there. I did barbecue on the bowl. Came home. 
changed uh, changed my suitcase and headed down to Kansas City. So right. that was quite an experience. Nice. Yeah. How did you fare and down there? I, yeah. Pardon me. How did you fare down in Kansas City? Uh. Well, I wasn't at the bottom of the list, but uh, <laughs> there's some pretty good barbecues down there. I would there. imagine, yeah. And, you know, every 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 area of the states has a different flavor profile that yes. they're looking for. So yep. it's pretty hard to get them all, especially when you're just starting this. Yeah, yeah. When you're not, doing and I started a, I started a, a barbecue. Uh, uh, well, it was a PHP. Uh, like a blog on on mm. in, online, okay. And I called it the the uh, Prairie Barbecue Association, and didn't cost anything to join. It was just a bunch of guys getting together with common interest, right? And that, that's where I met a lot of the guys, like Rob and those guys, and, yep. and the ones that were fairly local. I I, I tried to go and and actually meet them. Yeah. And so you know, I could. That was the date long before FaceTime and all that. Mm. And uh, and Rob was one of the first ones I can still remember going to his house and his old WSM was cooking away just under behind the fence there yep. and, and and look where he is now he's yeah. you know to winning this barbecue in in Canada well yeah. I think I think Janice was smell the cue uh, it's catching up quickly if yeah catching up quickly she's if, catching yeah. up she's yes. catching yeah. up she's a hell of a cook that yeah. one unbelievable yep yeah yep awesome and cooked up at. Uh, up at Saskatoon with the competition up there. And yep. one day I phoned while well, my first trip up there, I wasn't, I'd never been to Saskatoon. So mm-hmm. I gave Rob a call. I figured, well, he's, he was sort of a bit of an organizer of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said, well, let's go out for supper tonight. And he said, well, I'm kind of hard. He says, cause I'm still in Regina. <laughs> I said, well, okay, well, I'll fend for myself. I said, do you know of any bed and breakfast around or, is there a hotel at the casino or what? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he said, no. And I said, well, I'll find something. So I got going down the highway and, and uh, all of a sudden my phone rings. And it's a woman on the phone. And she says, is that Jim? And I said, yeah. And she says, well, I hear you're looking for a place to stay. And I said, well, yeah. She says, well, you don't know me yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I've got women phoning me. I have got a clue who they are offering me a place to stay. Well, it turned out to be Rob's mom. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I became part of the family there. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> just one thing after another. Yeah. Then, then uh, I hooked up with Rob, went to Jack Daniels 2010. Oh, nice. Yep. And uh, that's quite an experience. I, I went there a couple of years with him cooking. And, yeah. And I went. Uh, I, I'm thinking it was 2014. I was there. I went down. I drove down all by myself. I was just going down as a utility person. I was going to help in the international end of the okay. camp there. Yep. And uh, I, I told the, the fellows that I was coming down. And I said, because there's always a judge here or a judge there that, for whatever reason, can't make it. Sure. My, my first night on the road that I got into the hotel, I checked my emails and here I'd gotten a letter that I was going to be judging. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll tell you, that's quite an experience. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 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 That's a big, uh, a big competition, right? Oh, the best. Oh, of, yeah. Best I, of the I best, mean, right? It's, it's the best of the best. Exactly. There's yeah. people down there that 
that that have got five and six grand championships that year to get mm-hmm. down there. You know? yep. and so you, you, you know you're going to be in for some special treats. So. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, talk about a little bit about back in those days, the Canadian competition. Uh, what, what did we have for, what did you have for competitions up around here? You mentioned barbecue. Well, the there was really nothing in Canada at not the time. Not a whole lot, eh? uh, No, there was nothing at all. Uh, like nothing in the prairies, that's for sure. Yep. And I don't believe there was anything in, in, uh, in BC. There may have been something in, in, uh, Southern Toronto, but I don't that, think so. Yeah. Um, then the, and there was a couple of fellas from Winnipeg that approached me and I can't even think of what their names were now, mm-hmm. but they wanted to start a competition and it was going to, pardon me, it was going to be at Morden at the Corn and Apple Festival. Okay. Yeah. A good spot for it. And, um, there was a third person. He was sort of a silent member. Mm-hmm. Didn't, I uh, didn't even know he existed in, in their little group. Right. Uh, he ended up ultimately taking over the whole thing. Okay. Uh, and the other two individuals sort of disappeared off, off the scene, but, uh, his name is Perry Hopkins. Okay. And he, he, he ran, uh, what was called the MOBC. It's a, uh, Manitoba Open Barbecue Championship. Okay. And he ran it at Morden. And then we went to Winnipeg and we were actually under, we were out at a, by Assiniboine Downs yep. for a few years. Okay. Then he went downtown Winnipeg. I never competed. We're well, coming in that up with one, Luke from I, the Moose Shed Barbecue talking there about was a falling the catering out business with, uh, and the creation of their amazing uh, loaded fries. They organized. First, though, this portion of the podcast is the brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Of, of the buildings and Township 27 de- develops, and produces, that's why you moved that, distributes, and, and sells the highest dove, quality pantry uh, spices, herbs, spice blend sauces, salad dressings, and condiments for people who love food. Then All he their products are produced Toronto by hand Ontario. in small batches and using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come uh, to expect. It was hard on the teams Township 27 has searched the globe uh, looking for the finest for ingredients to go into their products came up, and they are excited um, to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produces all of their products right so I, and I went Alberta. out there with uh, Scott. You're looking for the best from, in it. spices, blends, yep. sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, uh, wholesale, or barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Check them out at www.township27.com. Well, uh, all of them uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, I can't remember what our results were in the first year, but we, we did all right. We got yep. a few calls. And then in the second year that I went with them, we, uh, we got... Uh, uh, reserve grand championship nice. on both both days nice wow awesome yeah yep. yeah it, it, it helped pay for the trip absolutely and, uh, yep. yeah and then uh, we were all geared up to go to the next one and for whatever reason that was the end of it yeah it only ran that one and then there was nothing in winnipeg or anything for a while and, yeah. and then uh, as you know rob got that yes. one going down at morris yep um, I haven't been down there. I am a certified judge, yep. uh, but I let that go with, uh, with COVID. Um, yeah. my membership ended on the, the end of, uh, 2019. And, uh, then with COVID coming in and absolutely nothing happening, uh, 
I thought, well, there's not really much point in carrying on with the membership just to judge, and yeah. there's nothing to go and judge. Yeah. Then the next year, we still had the COVID, and plus I had some medical issues, so mm-hmm. I let it go. So I'm trying to get it back now, but I think after two years, you got to go and get recertified. But oh, gonna, I see. Yep. I'm going to cry the medical route because <laughs> I didn't even know if I was going to be around. I had some pretty major surgeries. Okay, so. yep. No. Yeah. Glad, glad you made it through. So. Oh, I'm still here. So <laughs> still kicking. Uh, yeah. And we've got a new competition um, at, in Saskatchewan here this year. Yes. Um, well, a couple of them. Uh, well, I guess there's a new, the backyard one. That's the Cirrus one. Yeah. And then Sean, uh, or uh, Shane. Shane, yep. Shane has got, uh, he's decided to go with the full KCBS. Yep. Yeah. He did that. I've, he, I've judged, I've judged a couple of his backyard ones that okay. he had. Yep. And, uh, so, um, I'm sort of planning on my fall fishing trip to be right after that one. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's the weekend, weekend after Labor Day, right? Uh, in Moose Jaw. The 10th and 11th, I think, or yeah. 9th and 10th, whatever yeah. it works out. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, at, uh, in Moose Jaw there. So that's, uh, great to see that. And, uh, certainly does seem to be growing. We've got a number of, uh, competitions in Alberta and a new one in BC this year. So it's great to see that. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's picking up again and, yeah. and, you know, it, it's something that, uh, you know, a lot of people miss it because mm-hmm. of the camaraderie. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, I just started competing last year, so it's uh, getting kind of getting into that. It's uh, it's great yeah. to be around the people, like you say, the community, the family. So yeah, and like then, uh, like Stan like Stan was saying, yeah. he says he thinks that every new team uh, is allowed one call, even <laughs> if it's seventh and chicken. Yep. Uh, just, uh, and they use barbed hooks. They don't let you go. Yeah, exactly. There's no catch and release. Oh, on no. Yeah. And we want you, once you hear your name, it's, uh, you're in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what happened to us last year. Our first competition, we got a first place chicken and well, that was it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty happy uh, at the MOBC. Uh, I, I managed to get uh, first in chicken two years in a row. Oh, nice! Yeah, and and uh, the method that I used was uh, I, I had I had quite a number of different barbecuers that that, that cooked with me and mm-hmm. and uh, just one year and then broke off and started their own team. So yeah. oh yeah, there's there's probably well when they were still functioning there. There was at least four teams that I know of that that were formed after coming and barbecuing with me. Oh, that's good. And yeah. and one of the guys had a real good method for chicken, so I took his method, yeah. which I kind of knew because he showed me it when he was cooking with me, sure. right? Yep. And uh, I did a couple of little tweaks to it, and I beat him at both competitions <laughs> two years in a row. <laughs> Yeah. So, and and I had to rub it in that I used oh, of course. this method. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What was the yeah. what was special about the method? What was it? I uh, it it's just uh, just the way it was marinated and everything. Okay. You know, some people take the chicken thighs and they take the the skin off and scrape yes. all the fat off. Yeah. Well, that's the flavor you're doing. And I don't do that. I trim okay. I trim the skin so it's you know there's no extra flappy around there. Yep. And, and, Big thing is to get them crisp. Yeah, yeah, that's the trick. Or you know, or at least so they're not like rubber. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea behind taking scraping the fat is to get uh, makes the getting the crisp well, yeah, a little easier, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
yeah, that's a tedious process. I haven't uh, haven't had to do that yet, but I watched our uh, one of the yeah. guys one of the guys on the team doing it last year. I'm like, oh man, that's uh, that's a lot of work no. scraping chicken skin. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> chicken fat is the grossest fat there yeah. is on any human animal or uh, a- any animal, not yeah. human. Yeah, but. but uh, I, I don't like chicken fat. Yeah, no, but you've uh, got to have it for flavor. Yeah, yeah. If, if you cook it long, get it, get the temp up. It just kind of melts away, right? So. Oh sure, it's all gone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, awesome. After the break, we hear more from Jim Beauchamp about his competition days, what he's up to in retirement, and some lessons for those of us continuing to grow Canadian barbecue. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County Barbecue who is bringing authentic North Carolina-style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada. Based out of Edmonton, with the ability to travel, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom-built cooker designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Zakiewski. Specializing in corporate catering and private events, Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Check out their recent web series, Friends of the Pitt, on YouTube and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. To book your event, visit their website at Pitt County BBQ. That's P-I-T-T-C-O-U-N-T-Y-B-B-Q.com. Uh, so, what do you uh, what do you fill your days with the, uh, nowadays, Jim? So well, fishing, uh, said. like I say, I went through a, a little boat with with cancer yeah. and got that dealt with. So Good. I'm gonna now that COVID is is hopefully on the back burner in yeah. everybody's mind. Fingers I'm gonna crossed, get back yeah. out to golfing and golfing and fishing is what I'm planning on doing. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're ever up for a little golf uh, road trip. Uh, I was mentioning to you before, my family, my dad's family was from Russell, Manitoba, just not too far from you there. Uh, my dad ran the uh, ran the golf course in Russell for a number of years. Great little, uh, nice little nine hole there if you're ever looking for a little road oh, yeah. trip. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to get there and I want to get to Roblin. And yeah. then there's a, a, a nine hole and I think it's a par three at Mississippi. Okay, yeah. Uh, on Lake of the Prairies, there. right? Yeah, there where they got the they built that new ski yeah. out there a few years back. Eh? So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, make it. I'm make... Glad I, when I, I don't want to do all my golfing here at Camp Sack. I want I want to go and do a few of these other courses around. There's yeah. some really nice. Courses. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to tee it up somewhere different, eh? Yes, it is. Awesome, yeah. and some fishing as well. You said. Yes, I'm going to do a lot more fishing. I. I, I'm going to admit this, and, and people are going to hear it, and people that know me won't believe it, but my boat never saw the water last year. Oh, wow. Was it- the the days, I, I would pick a day, and this is when I want to go, and you got other things going on. When you're retired, you got no time to yourself. <laughs> you better off be working. Yep. But anyways, I pick a day, and it's windier than hell. Yep. Or it's raining. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's 72 years old. Yeah. I'm not going on the water and bouncing around to try and catch a fish. Yeah. I'll stay at home and eat beans and wieners. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it never. every day I picked it was either windy or raining. And so I just didn't go. I did go fishing. Yeah. I just didn't get out with my boat. Not in the boat. Well, hopefully that, yeah. uh, hopefully it's a better year for you this year in that regard. So 
Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going regardless this yep. year. You need to go. Uh, you need to make the trip down to Steinbach and see Rob. He's jumped right into the whole fishing thing. Uh, uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, he's. Uh, that's all. He doesn't post barbecue anymore. It's all fishing. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, traded one. Uh, he's traded one thing for another. It looks like. So. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And, and one's as expensive yeah, as the other. No doubt. Yeah. You yeah. know, you go in and look at fishing tackle and, yeah. and all all those fancy colors. It's not meant to catch a fish. It's meant to catch the fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> buy it. Buy a smoker. Or buy a boat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I built lots of smokers too, and that was the other thing when I when I had that barbecue association. I ran it for five and a half years. Yep. And then it got shut down because whoever was running the the uh, PHP forum type thing mm-hmm. uh, was doing it illegally, and, oh. and I should have known something was going on because there, for the administrator, there was a way of of backing it up, and okay. that backup never ever worked. Uh, so I lost all those contacts. But oh, what darn. we what we did mainly on there is we built barbecues okay there was a lot of barbecue talk about this and that and the next thing cooking this way cooking that way but we built a lot of barbecues so i lost all that data all the pictures and everything and it just needless to say i was peeled yeah that's uh yeah you hate to lose all that information and well like i got an email one morning because there wasn't there wasn't one single post that was ever put on there that i didn't read yeah and if it and and I only had to scrap three or four in five and a half years. Um, people said it was the friendliest forum going there. Yeah. It, nobody called anybody down. Uh, everybody helped everybody. And and uh, and I get an email saying, "What's wrong with the forum? How come I can't get on the page?" And yeah. so, I, well, I was. And the thing is, I'd just been on it about fifteen minutes before that. Yeah. So that all came to a hell of a crash no kidding yeah upset a bunch of people no i'm sure yeah none none more than me yeah no doubt yeah you hate to lose all that Uh, the contacts and the information and the pictures well i had contacts in new zealand australia Mm -hmm. alaska um greece norm corley over in greece he was an american but okay He's passed on now, but he he retired uh, an Air Force guy, U.S. Mm -hmm. Air Force, and he retired to Greece. And just about every state in the United States, I had members and uh, and every province, except the Maritimes. Yeah. That's a a shame to lose all that. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go on a barbecue crawl with all that information. Yeah. I could have started just... Just south of Winnipeg and into Minnesota, and I could have gone right across uh, to the eastern seaboard and down the down the east and across the bottom. I I knew somebody in just about every state. Yep. I would have been so sick of barbecue, I probably would have become a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, come on, let's not get crazy. <laughs> no, I know. I, come on now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, Jim, what question I wanted to ask you, kind of as we, uh, you know, we talked that the, on the competition side, it is uh, growing again here in Canada. Uh, we were talking about Rob Turner out in Manitoba. They've got a, a backyard competition series going in Manitoba now with four competitions this year, which is great to see. Um, okay. As someone who's kind of been through it, any any lessons uh, or suggestions as uh, as things grow? Uh 
given given your experiences, things to watch out for, pitfalls? Well, I don't. Uh... The, the biggest thing is 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 getting new people involved and mm-hmm. and like I said I had uh, I had quite a number of different people cook with me and and uh, like I was no expert or anything but I you know we we tried our best and and it just learned to help everyone mm-hmm. and and I think uh, well I, actually I was to an outdoor show at uh, Parkland Outdoor Show in Yorkton. Uh, two weekends ago, and I was talking to a fellow there, and I tried some of his food. And he, he's a butcher, yep. And uh, he had he had some smoked sausage, and I'll tell you what, it was wonderful. And so we got talking about barbecue competitions, and he says, "Well, I've got no equipment." He says, "But I'd sure like to try it." Mm-hmm. And I said, "You know what? I'll get you in contact with Shane." Yep. Uh, because you know you're in Saskatchewan, he's in Saskatchewan. He's got a competition coming up. I'll see if he can get you on a team mm-hmm. just to mentor. Yep. I said when I had guys mentoring with me, I paid for the whole thing. They didn't have to pay anything. So yep. you, you know, if if they wanted to have a beer, they can buy their own beer. Sure. Yeah. But as far as as far as uh, entry and everything else, so I think the the. The mentorship makes a big difference, yep. uh, uh, and you take some of these backyard teams, and once they get a taste, of a ribbon and a little trophy and everything, and and then you give them a say, tell them, well, you know, there's another competition coming up. There's an actual KCBS competition, yep. and then try and entice them into going into that. And, you know, when they're not costing you anything except maybe some gas, yep, uh, <coughs> there's no problem. Yep. You know? Uh, I think that's uh, that's the best way to grow barbecue. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, because uh, once once you get into it, like you say, it's like fishing. You're hooked. Yep, yep absolutely. Well, in the backyard yeah. comps, as you you mentioned, right? That's a great way to attract people. Much easier to get into. Uh, oh yeah, you, know, you do a few of those, and you're going to get a few folks that uh, decide they want to make the move uh, into the KCBS uh, side of things. Right? That's so. right. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, and the Canadian Barbecue Association has done some of that mentorship stuff where they've uh, invited people if they're looking to try it, wanting to try it out to reach out to them and they'll get them in contact with a with a pro yeah. team. So that's great. And <coughs> yeah, uh, when we formed our team, uh, you know, last year was just kind of a trial run for us, and we decided to keep going with it this year. We just decided to stick with just three of us uh, as the main team, with the thought that if uh, if there was somebody, as you said, that was interested and just wanting to try it out, that uh, kind of keep a four spot open for somebody uh, at different competitions, right? So, right, that's right. Uh, yeah, gotta help grow it uh, as much as you can, right? So, yeah, exactly. And there's always something new to learn. Yep. Uh, you know, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, in your your all your competition years, were you always cooking on your own uh, smokers that you had made, or what were you cooking on? I, Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Um, on something that I I, I made a, a very large number of cookers, yep. and uh, well, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of a gravity feed stumps cooker. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, I was the first one to build one in Canada. Okay. And of uh, a, a clone, mm-hmm. and uh, I did it with uh, Walter McDowell, uh, Walter in quotation marks, Stump McDowell okay. with his blessings. And oh, he nice. says, uh, keep, keep sending me pictures uh, as you get going on the build. And, yeah. and uh, 
Then in the end, after he saw the end product, he said, uh, if you're ever looking for a job, just come on down to Georgia. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah. So his, do- his daughter's running that business now. Okay. And they're doing pretty well, everything in stainless steel and some beautiful work. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice cookers for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So that, you did some offsets. You mentioned any other st- styles of cookers yeah, that you made? Yeah, I've built, uh, built four, five offsets, and then the cabinet smoker. Right. The gravity feed and and then I bought a I had a an FEC okay. when I was doing uh, the commercial work. Yeah, the catering and stuff. And, yeah. uh, oh, and and uh, I forgot to mention my my buddy Danny Golden yep. in Carlsbad, New Mexico. Yep. Uh, the year that I actually did get a chance to meet him in 1998, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go on a scuba diving trip. Oh wow! And they had a hurricane in the area I was going, so everything was wrecked. Mm. The coral reef was wrecked. Oh, okay. The cabins were wrecked, everything. So I ended up going to Texas with a buddy of mine, and I said, well, I'll only go to Texas with you if on our way back. We go through Carlsbad. Ah, perfect. So we went there, and he had his old JR Euler commercial mm. cooker. This thing is a beast. It's yeah. about 5,000 pounds of waste. Yep. Uh, it can cook uh, close to 1,000 pounds of meat in it at one time. Yep. And it was broken down, and he ended up having to knock the back wall out of his restaurant to get it out and a new one in. Right. And this was sitting there. He couldn't get anybody to fix it in Carl's bed. Okay. So he gave it to me. Oh, wow. So how in the hell do you get a $5,000 <laughs> cooker back yep. to Canada? Yeah. So we went and bought a trailer, a flat deck trailer, yep. brand new. Yep. It had been made in Texas, and that's the only reason we could bring it into Canada. Okay. Because their manufacturing standards were approved for Canada. Oh, gotcha, yep. So I brought it back and mm-hmm. got it loaded on a truck that was going up to Gillum, and because and, uh, I was working up in Gillum at the time. Yep. Got it on a hydro truck that was going to Gillum that had room for it, brought it up there, and I, I fixed it in my evenings and, nice. and uh, brought it back. So I had one of the first JR Oilers in wow. Canada and, and got it for nothing. Nice, nice. Yeah. And where yeah. where is that one now? That one is in a new home. I I charged the guy the same amount as I had to pay for it. I yep. gave it to him. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, Mike uh, Cooper. Okay. Has has got it now and he has tailgaters barbecue pit okay and he's he's just north of winnipeg by stony mountain okay and he's shut down right now with the covid yeah uh, that's all he was doing was barbecuing and, and, and like uh all uh he didn't have a restaurant it was all catering right well all his caterers were shut yes. down yep. well he had a young family to to support so yep. he went out and got a job and yep. so the catering is off yeah so i kind of was hinting around to him the other day and uh, he's he's uh, going back in operation on the 20 in, in okay. 2020 uh, he's he's not selling any of his equipment he's going back into the catering in 2023 so oh awesome good to see i'll uh yeah so he, he's, got it in a, he's got it in a building there i said i want to see that running and yeah i says i'll come out there I'll help you load it and unload it, and I'll help you eat whatever we cook. <laughs> there you go. That was Tailgaters Barbecue, you said? Tailgaters Barbecue Pit. Okay. I'll uh, make a note of that here. Yeah. 
keep an eye out for him. Yeah. Awesome. His, his, he's still, his website is still up, but it's just a skeleton website. Sure. Yep. Yeah. He, he will be coming back. Oh, good to hear. Uh, He's, and the other one, uh, uh, and he cooked with me and, uh, Jason Dornbush. Jason, I know. Yep. Uh, you know, Jason. Yep. From Blue Haze. Blue Haze. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've had him on the he, show. Yeah, I've had him on the show. So. He he uh, he cooked with me a couple of uh, a couple of years. And Excellent. Then he's uh, he's uh, off on his own now, and yep. doing, he's actually doing very well. Yeah, he's got a nice. Uh, anytime, anytime I go out to Lackawanna, I stop in and have something to eat there. Yeah, and and uh, then I usually pick up uh, for for me and the people that I'm staying with. I'll pick up food for them as yep, well, sure. and and. Bring them, bring them a barbecue supper. Yeah. I, I, I didn't cook it, but hey, next I, best thing, right? I, I, I know how it was cooked because I taught him. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but he's a hell of a cook. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I don't get back to Winnipeg as much anymore, and not, uh, not as many as much family left back there and stuff. So, uh, oh yeah, I, I've been to Rob's. Well, before they moved to Steinbeck, when they were in Grunthal, I've been out there. Uh, uh-huh. but I haven't, uh, there's blue haze and, uh, triple J's, a few of them around there that I, uh, need to get. Yeah, uh, triple J's are still going even yeah, though the son, he uh, passed away. Yeah. His son is running yeah. it now. So yeah. Son uh, and mother. And yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. Uh, yeah. His widow and, uh, and their son. So yeah, a few folks, uh, nice to see some restaurants in the area there at least as well. So that's good. That's right. That's good right. Stuff. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Any uh, anything else you'd like to mention? Any thank yous or anything you want to uh, throw not out? Not that there? I can think of right now. I okay. just hope KCBS lets me be a judge again without having to go for because there's no classes here. Eh? Yeah, there's we, a class coming up in Alberta. Yeah, we've got one in Calgary quick, but, in a couple of weeks. Two weeks today, actually. So I'll be I'll be there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I've been trying for two years to get my do the judging class, and uh, with COVID, it kept uh, kept getting canceled. So I'm looking forward to that. So getting that uh, yeah. under my belt. Uh, I think from a as a, you know, especially someone new to competition, having a, an idea of what the judges are looking for will be good for me. So, uh, I, I mean, that's the best of both worlds, knowing yeah. both ends of it. Yep. You know, Excellent. and you get a chance if you ever get a chance to go down to the Jack Daniels, and you know yeah. you're going, and you're just going to go down there and poke around. Yeah, well, you're, sure. you're not going down there to cook. Yeah. Let the international let Rob know, and yeah. he'll hook you up with the the right people. Yeah. And uh, if there's a cancellation next thing you know, you're going to be judging the best people in the in the world. Yeah, no doubt. They're from all over. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's worth. That's well worth the trip to do that. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to people that have done that. You know, they're traveling wherever they've traveled in the world. They'll, uh, you know, look and see if there might be a competition, and they've done. They've judged all over the world. So, kind of a neat, uh, yeah. neat thing to be able to do. So. The only competition I was ever in, I, I was talked into going into one in Texas. Okay. And and it was uh, the text. I was, of course, I was the only Canadian there. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I had Canadian flags on both sides. Perfect. And uh, I just had my, I had my Weber Smoky Mountain and a couple of Weber grills. All right. And I went down there. And the only thing I didn't like about their system was uh, everything is turned into a table and then uh, it, it's, uh, well, this one will go to the next table. This one will go to the food bank. Oh, okay. And so y- you don't know, you have no idea how you, uh, how you fare. Right. Okay. Uh, you, you don't get a call or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. 
there's no the, the only list that's ever put out for that thing uh, uh, was uh, the top ten. Right. Is that uh, was so that... they tried to get me because I had a um, uh, place down in Far Texas. Uh, oh yeah. My wife and I went and spent our winters at oh, for yeah. a few. Right on the and border there. They they kept contacting me, wanted me to come back, and mm-hmm. wanted me to come back, and I said no. I said, what's the point of going into a competition? Sure, I know I'm cooking against a bunch of Texans. Texans, uh, Mexicans, good people. There's nothing against the people. I just didn't like the way they had it organized. Uh, I said, uh, I go and beat my head against a rock for what? You don't know what you've done. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, was that uh, IBCA, was that? uh, You know what? I can't remember what their... It was the Texas Barbecue Association okay, or something. Yeah, there's been a. It, it was something totally different. Yeah, Texas has a, a number of different sanctioning bodies. Oh that yeah, are, are competing that's for down sure there, they so. do. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, it's craziness. And you know, you don't argue with the Texans. No, I've uh, spent a bit of time in Houston, so I keep keep, <laughs> keep my head down and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shake it a little bit and yeah, walk away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the smartest move. Uh, I try. I try. Well, Jim, thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much to, uh, for doing this. If uh, you, you talked about all those old contacts that you lost, if anyone's listening and recognizes the name, uh, where could folks reach out to you? I, I tracked you down on Messenger. Is that kind of the best place? Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, Jim, thanks so much. Last question I ask everybody. Uh, it's dinner time. You got the smoker or the grill fired up. What's uh, What's the go-to for you? <laughs> Uh, nothing today. Nothing. <laughs> nothing today. Uh, well, I'm, I shouldn't say that. You know what? I might just have a bacon and egg sandwich with cheese, oh, that's and it's right. my homemade. Ba- I make my own back, ba- back bacon. Oh, nice. So you still get you still got a, a smoker that you're running there then? Oh yeah, I yep. still got my WSM. That's my original baby. Uh, yep. I won't get rid of it. Awesome. Uh, I mean, they're built like a tank. Yep. Uh, I've had it for my God. I, it's got to be. I think I've had it for about 21 or 22 years. Yeah, they're built to last, that's for sure. And and uh, you'd never, looking at it, you'd never, and uh, there's times when it was used like five times a week. Yep. You know, yep. I'm, I'm not barbecuing near as much as I used to, but sure. w- when I light it up, I don't just put one piece of meat on. Make, a, make it worth might it. Might as right? well do a bunch. Absolutely. Yep. That's awesome, yep. Jim. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Uh, Appreciate the stories, and uh, you've, great to see what you've done, and uh, hope you're enjoying uh, retirement now for you. Yes, thanks very much, Ryan. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Okay. Bye now. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at Barrel Boss Q, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, to see the whole lineup. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. 
Last week, I mentioned the NBBQA, National Barbecue and Grilling Association Awards of Excellence, and the winners list is now out. You can find that complete list of winners online at nbbqa.org slash 2022-awards-of-excellence. But I will highlight the Canadian products that made the list here. In the fruit barbecue sauce category, we had two Canadian products in the top five. Motley Q's Grapefruit Jalapeno in third spot, and the Apple Butter Barbecue Sauce from House of Q took fifth. In the Tomato Mild Sauce category, once again, House of Q with their fantastic five-star barbecue sauce taking fourth place. House of Q also took fourth place in the Pork Rub category with their competition Rib Rub. Motley Q made another appearance in the Spicy Rub category where their Honey Habanero Fix took fourth place. And Canmore Alberta's Bow Valley Barbecue took fourth place award in the Original Barbecue Rub category with Missing Link. Big congratulations to these amazing Canadian companies for being recognized on such a large scale. And also congratulations to all the winners. Next week on the show, if all goes to plan, I'll have a conversation with you, for you, sorry, with the founder of the Brewery and the Beast Festivals. And also some big, exciting Moose Knuckle Barbecue news to announce. Coming up the week after next is episode 200 of the podcast. And to be celebrating, I'll be posting the Business of Barbecue panel discussion we recorded last week with three great Canadian barbecue companies. Folks, I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show. Email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabarbecuetrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta and then you can get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joint and show them your love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.